are the best. So I'm, uh, my cat is fine, everybody. Don't worry. My little kitty boy that I love so much, he's fine. But he was in, I have a little kitty backpack for him, and he was sitting on my kitty backpack, and we were on the bus. I never ride the bus because I'm so scared of COVID, and I usually walk, but I mean, that's my cat, right? I'm trying to keep him safe. So we're on the bus, and he's got my little cat pack on, and there was a guy at the back of the bus, and um, then he threatened my life. <laughs> he was like, I'm going to kill you. And I was like, he's talking to me. Why would he say that on the bus? And then he said, no, you, you young, dumb, ugly bitch. And I was like, can't be talking to me. Why is he talking to me? He's like, yeah, you, with a cat in a backpack. And I was like, oh, my God, you called me young. <laughs> like, I think you just cat called me, bro. Like, I feel so good about myself. You called me young. Oh, thank you. I know they're so kind on the streets. They're so kind. I don't even know if it's cat calling or complimenting at this point. I'm very confused if it's calling or complimenting. I live in the Tenderloin. Yeah, that's a, it's a beautiful place. I love Pitsquiel. I love it. And I get cat complimented all the time. I was walking down the street, and a gentleman said to me, Girl, you've been living a long time to look 22. Oh. That's a compliment, and I'm taking it. Thank you. Thank you, kind sir. Oh, my head. Oh, wow. Uh, another gentleman I was walking by, and he looked at me, and he said, Hey, you look like you know something. I've always wanted to be seen as smart. <laughs> like, dude, you see me. <laughs> you see me. I try not to wear skirts in the Tenderloin because I get, you know, attention. And I was walking down th the street today, and another nice gentleman said to me, Hey, I like your skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? So, like, why do you want to smell that dude's juju? Like, come on. <laughs> right? It's on you, bro. That's gross. Actually, it's on me. It's all over me. <laughs> See how that was still a clean joke? Yeah, I am learning. This outdoor comedy show has taught me so much. This is the 22nd one we've done, and we've been clean. And it, thank you. I know. And I have learned so much learning how to be a clean comic. <laughs> There's so many things you can still say. Um, here's the thing, you guys. Th the masks, right? Like, I was like a San Francisco 6, and now I'm a COVID 10. <laughs> when a guy yells at me, show me that pretty mouth, it means a whole different thing. Because <laughs> you can't see anyone's mouth anymore. I learned that no one will give you crap for not wearing a mask if you're eating or smoking. So now I'm a bulimic chain smoker, which is so much more healthy, San Francisco. Yay, I'm so healthy. I do smoke. I smoke a lot. I smoke everything. I love to smoke. Where are my pot smokers at? Yeah, my people. I used to worry about where I blew my smoke, but now your child is wearing a mask. <laughs> so I don't care. I can blow my smoke wherever I want to. Your child is so safe. You know you're old when you have to use your reading glasses to pack your bong. <laughs> That's <laughs> I can see. 
I forgot how pretty weed was. You know, like it's so pretty. It's got all those like trichomes and bicombs and you know, the ah, little crystals. It's so good. But then I looked a little closer and I saw my fingernails and I was like, whoa! I bite my fingernails. They look disgusting. I bite my fingernails in a time of COVID. I don't know what's worse, like the way my fingernails look or how dangerous I am. I stick my fingers in my mouth all the time. Farm effect. I'm not sick. I don't know. Here's the thing that makes me crazy about whatever's happening with COVID. I live in the TL, and there's like all these questionably housed people, and you'd think that they're the most vulnerable, but they're all still alive. So is like heroin really great to help you not get COVID? Like, can you, is heroin the key? Because someone told, they said, oh, if you smoke, that's, it helps you not have COVID. I don't know. I'm believing all the rumors now. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll do one like, that's, I think that's me ringing, actually, <laughs> which is weird, because I'm like, who is calling me right now? How would, it must be someone who doesn't know me, because like, why, you, you don't know that at seven o'clock I'm doing this show at Mutiny Radio? Like, you didn't, you didn't get it on all of my social media? Like, are you not paying attention at all to me? Like, how are you not paying attention to me that you're calling? I bet it's my dad. I bet it is, I bet it is. No, it's not. Dang it. It was my dad's birthday yesterday, and I didn't call him because I was so busy, and I called him today, and I was like, I am the worst daughter in the world. And he was like, hey, it's cool. I'm golfing right now. I don't have time for you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, just like the old days, dad. <laughs> no, it's okay. My dad loves me. That's why it's so confusing that I'm a stand-up comedian. Like, my parents are actually really kind people. It's just that they're Christians, and we just don't get along anymore. I'll leave you with this one thing. I used to be a cheerleader for God. There is only one God, and he is the sun God. Ra, ra, ra. Yeah, that's my, that's my God, baby. Yeah, we can see the sun again. Yay, clap it up for the smoke not being around anymore. We can breathe. It's good. Oh, they're every, it's, the whole world's falling apart, it's okay. But we're here, and we're going to have fun, and there's going to be comedy, and it's going to be amazing. And I thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. This is Mutiny Radio. Um, I can bring out more chairs if people want them, or if you're fine standing, that's okay, too. Thank you for bringing your dinners. We've got, like, a little tip jar up here. We have a Venmo. It's Mutiny Radio, all one word. That's exciting. Um, hey, let's get it started. Your first comedian. This is He's such a new comedian, and he's amazing. And he joined our cult because he used to live down the street. And he wrote a great joke, and he's here to open up the show. And this is his first time in front of a non-open mic crowd. This is his first real audience, and so clap your hands in a slappy-like motion. It's Brady Pearson! Oh my god, what a great introduction. Hi, everybody. My name is Brady Pearson. Brady is the one thing you want to focus on, of course, at the moment, because you know, like, growing, I mean, like, I just turned 50. I know I look amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, at the same time, that also means that I grew up in the fucking, uh, in the 70s. You know in those 70s when there was another show going on called the Brady Bunch? Do you remember that? And so, you know, you can imagine how kind children are when you're on the stage, you know, when you're on the playground and you're running around, and my hair is full of gold like their mother. 
right? And so, you know, it's kind of so there they would chase me around the parking lot, or around the playground. They'd be like, hey, Brady, tell me what happened today on the Brady Bunch, Brady. Tell me what happened on the Brady Bunch. For months this went on. And then one day I turned around, I'm like eight. And I said, okay, so do you really want to know what happened on the Brady Bunch today? You really need to, yes, tell us, tell us now. Okay, okay. So then I told them how Alice really liked her meat. What, what the adventures that Mike and Greg had up in that attic with Johnny Bravo. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then finally, you know, like, what happened in that doghouse with Kitty Carryall, Tiger, and Cindy? Girl, that is how you build an audience. These children did not know what to do. They're like, oh, my God. And unfortunately, that was the last time they asked. But, you know, I'm going to segue into something different because I have a little bit more time. Are there any straight guys in the audience tonight? All right, guys. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of haters. Like, I don't know, like, gay, gay, when straight men are like, I can't believe the gay men are not like me. And like, gay men, we have nothing in common. We have one big thing in common, and I think you all know what that is. <laughs> that Well, I mean, big, big, big to me. I don't know about you. But big to me. And you're like, gentlemen, don't we all want to put it in something? Tell me a straight guy here that, or any guy here that doesn't want to put it in something. Okay, just tell me, like, oh, my God, it's like this mag. Oh, my God. Woo. 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 We, don't, we all wonder, like, oh, did, did, we, did, did we make a mistake with it? Did we put it in the wrong place? When we wake up, do we know what it brought us home? Did it bring us home something good? But then I'm not sure. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. My name is Brady Pearson. Oh, and if you didn't like my set, my name is Pancake. <laughs> Brady Pearson, that was his first set in front of an actual audience. Yay! Yay, and that's how that works. Clean show. You only had one F swear, and I know it's just so accidental. It's just so hard not to swear. Your next comedian. I'm so excited. He actually works clean, like 100%. He's like, hey, you doing a clean show? I always work clean. I was like, wow, really? <laughs> it's impressive. It really is. It's so hard not to talk like a normal person. <laughs> Everybody put your hands together for Steven Steiner. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, Pam, you were talking earlier about your cat calling. I think he was just trying to call your cat. Uh, and uh, Brady was talking about the Brady Bunch, and this is my first time doing a live show yeah. since March. Six months of doing the Brady Bunch sets, if you know what I mean. Those Zoom shows all the time. It's like, cool, there's more than nine boxes sometimes, but it's really nice to see that people <laughs> It's nice to see that people still have legs. That's cool. Anybody else feel like we're out on a day pass? Because the smoke is finally cleared, am I right? Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I'm talking into a hand. Now I feel like I have three hands. This is fun. Um, as Pam said, my name is Steven, and that's with a V, which blows my mind that it has to be spelled that way. Because apparently PH also makes a V sound. I don't go to the pharmacy. I don't take photos either. Like, what the heck? How come one time, 
even could be spelled with a PH. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, it's crazy, though. It's crazy. Although, with this whole COVID thing and all this change happening, I got some change. Uh, I moved in with a woman recently. My mom. Some of you got that punchline before I even got there. Oh, man. It's cool. It's cool. We'll make this interactive. Yeah. Because I'm just glad that I don't have to lonely prep anymore. Some of you probably call it meal prep. But when you're a 30-year-old guy living by himself, let's be real. One pound of ground beef gave me Taco Tuesday and Taco Wednesday and Taco Thursday. I still have leftovers for dinner today. Yeah, he's excited about it. Discovery Channel was like, Taco Week. Uh, you're tired about that joke. You want some leftovers? Uh, it's cool, though. It's good. It's good. Uh, I also learned that it's really important to make sure that you say my name fully with the N, because if you don't, my mom will get you. His name is not a Steve. It's a Steven. It's like, whoa, mom, at least they're close. I mean, they're not calling me Dick. It's a clean joke, short for Robert. Yeah, I gotcha. They're not calling me Bill, short for William. It's like, what are we doing? At least they're close. But with that accent, though, you're probably like, what's his heritage? Yeah, six foot three with blonde hair and blue eyes. I'm 50% Italian and 50% starving. I mean, I look more like one of those used car salesman things. <laughs> Gotta get it for effect. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's the struggles, that's the struggles. Uh, and more good news though, I had to wear slacks yesterday. Laundry day, <laughs> am I right? Two days in a row of wearing outside worthy pants that doesn't look like I'm going to the gym? Oh man, moving on up. That's what life is like right now, am I wrong? Who wears jeans regularly? Come on, let's be real. A few of you do? <laughs> yeah, pants is a thing. I know that was the other thing too, is I generally perform these Zoom shows and what I just call my quarantine mullet. It's where it's a collared shirt up top and then it doesn't matter what's off camera. Am I right, am I right? Yeah, I'm wearing pants though at least. Geez, you don't know if you have to like go get the door or something, that'll be weird. Uh. We'll keep this going, though, on a few other new things that's worth sharing. Uh, dating has been quite of a struggle. Who else is struggling on the dating world? Nobody? A couple people? Good. I'm not that alone. Uh, I've learned the skills that help me get a job don't play too well in the dating world. I mean, when your Tinder profile is just your previous dating experiences, doesn't play like a resume does. I'll tell you that. Uh, and they tell you to dress for the role you want, not the role you have. But when I show up to a first date dressed like a, wow, that did not make sense. Uh, when I show up to a first date dressed like a dad, it just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Take it from me, I'm sharing knowledge. Knowledge bombs, you're welcome, here we go. Uh, but I do have a few dad jokes that tend to go over well. Depends on the audience though. Do you guys want some dad jokes? Yeah. yeah. Commas, they give me pause. Yeah, they don't make me stop like a period does. Oh. 
Kind of a dad joke, kind of a dad joke, kind of a clean joke too, but it works. Uh, it's just me being punctual. Yeah. We're liking the corniness. I got more. A joke becomes a dad joke when it becomes a parent. Yeah. But I'm not a parent, so I should probably stop with the dad jokes because that's just a faux pas. <laughs> Boom! Corny bombs all over. That's how we get away with clean comedy all the time. I entertain myself. You're welcome. This is fun. How are we doing on time, Pam? I can keep going. One minute? Sweet. I hear that a lot. <laughs> uh, I'll end it on this. I'll end it on this one. This is a new one, so we'll see if that's a good way to end the show. Um, related to the dating world right now, I feel like I'm just kind of feeling like I'm in a live sporting event because they're just also covered in cardboard cutouts. Yeah. Except for instead of pumping crowd noise, I'm just able to pump whatever sounds I want to hear. Makes me feel like I'm gratified somehow. That's how I get satisfaction. And you're welcome. Thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for supporting this. Thank you, Pam. Steven Steiner, everyone. Hooray. With a V. He ended uh, talking about sport. And I don't know if you guys know that the most important of unimportant things is back. That's world premiere soccer. Yes. And what did world premiere soccer bring us? The best new job. And that is the crowd DJ. At all of these sporting events right now, they have a DJ that makes crowd sounds. I'm gonna apply for this job. What a DJ job. You just like have applause sounds and you're like loud stuff. And then you get to play their little dumb songs. You'll never walk alone, blah, 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 Liverpool. You know what I love about watching soccer? Finally, I get to watch hot 23-year-old men actually make their goals. <laughs> They're literally making goals. Like that's what they do. <laughs> We're not used to it here in America because they all live with their moms and they don't have to accomplish any goals <laughs> because their mommy will take care of them forever. Yay! America, making snowflakes one at a time. You're all so special and you all deserve a trophy. Okay, that was a little meaner than it needed to be. <laughs> Maybe it's jealousy, I don't know. I wish my mom still loved me. Uh, you're, <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. She's Christian, she has so much love in her heart for everyone except me. Fine, no, it's okay, it's okay, I'm a Satanist. No, I w I'm not a Satanist, if I was a Satanist, I'd be much more successful. Your next comedian, what a funny guy he is. I haven't seen him since the beginning of COVID. It's gonna be a great set. <laughs> Put your hands together, everybody. Pete Ballmer, yay! Yeah. Keep it going for Pam, everybody. <laughs> you guys, I love you too, Mauricio. You guys like that chuckle that Pam gave when she was like, he's gonna have a great set. <laughs> Speaking of hot 23-year-old guys achieving their goals, this is my first set back since quarantine. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. I'm 25. Uh, I don't live with my mom, though, so, you know, <laughs> checking the boxes, doing well, doing well. Uh, I grew my hair out in quarantine. You guys like my hair? <laughs> all right. Go ahead. <laughs> I've been all the way in my apartment. That was just going to be a really big compliment for me, but <laughs> guess it's not there yet. What do we think? Longer? Shorter? Longer. There we go. Okay, I appreciate that. 
It's nice to get a compliment, even if I have to kind of coax it out of people. Uh, I think women are generally better at giving compliments than men are. Like, women will bust it out when they meet each other. You see two women meet each other. They'll be like, oh, my God, I love your shoes. And then the other one will be like, oh, my God, I love your blouse. And she'll, like, touch the blouse. Men don't give compliments very easily. Like, I grew this hair out, and I haven't gotten a compliment from even my best friends. <laughs> Men just like, you know, because even though we're all, like, socially progressed, woke, et cetera, et cetera, guys are very much still afraid of seeming gay. So, like, I've seen my best friends, and they don't make compliments. They just make statements. They're like, uh, hey, <laughs> hair's getting kind of long. And then it's on me to be like, yeah, isn't it fabulous? <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, it's, you know, it's, it looks good. It looks good, man. It looks good. I, uh, I, I gotta say, I'm getting a little bit tired of this pandemic. Yeah, yeah, just me. Gotta say, it seems wildly unfair that on top of everything else that's going on, I'm still horny, you know? <laughs> like, you'd think my penis would learn to le read the room a little bit? Like, <laughs> more important things to play, man. Get it together. I, uh, suck. I, um, bam, I was, I was just chugging along so hot for a sec. <laughs> All my memories just gone. I was going to talk about some food stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, here's what it is. Oh, I kind of spoiled this joke, but just hang in there with me. I will say I'm pretty happy to see the pandemic has taken certain people down a notch a little bit. Um, of course, I'm talking about people whose whole personality is going to restaurants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know. I'm sorry if there's any of you guys in the crowd tonight, but uh, you're annoying. And <laughs> the thought of you making a breakfast burrito on a Friday night makes me kind of happy. So... <laughs> I dated a restaurant person once. Don't recommend it. Uh, oh, she's hugging him like, you don't gonna leave me even though I'm a restaurant person. <laughs> we got a Yelp place now, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I dated a restaurant person. I found this out, it was like an early date. We went to this restaurant called Brooks and we were standing outside and before we went in, she was like, hey, wait a minute. Have you been here before? And I was like, no. And she was like, okay, wow. I can't wait for you to lose your Brooks virginity tonight. And I was like, yeah, me too, but I thought your name was Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Things didn't work out between us. Uh, <laughs> probably makes sense. I don't really care about food that much. Like, I'll eat whatever. Like, uh, Steven was talking about it. The last seven meals I've eaten have just been ground turkey and frozen vegetables. And I <laughs> love it. Do that shit all day, man. Uh, I don't like following recipes either. It seems unnecessary. Don't tell me what to do. I can figure it out, right? Like, I was cooking from a recipe recently, and it called for a splash of vegetable oil, right? Uh, but I'm a big guy, so instead I used a cannonball of vegetable oil. Yeah, okay, yeah. Kind of a thinker, I'm big, you know, like splash cannonball, okay, damn. Jackknife, there we go. Yeah, it'd be a weird amount of olive oil to put on. What would that even be like? Stir fry was still delicious, though, so, you know, no complaints. Uh, I feel like generally I've been not super healthy. I'm not like a terribly healthy guy. Like I haven't exercised in a while. No one can tell. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> You're all so sweet. <laughs> no, I haven't exercised for a while. I'm honestly starting to think that exercise is a hoax. Just me. Seems like bullshit because like uh, the other day I went for a one mile run and I have to say that it made my lungs hurt way more than smoking weed every day for the past two months has. <laughs> so I'm not doing that shit anymore, right? Which? <laughs> I, I don't know what he's saying. All right. <laughs> I, uh, my, the like, health thing I choose to focus on is sleep. You know, like there's three pillars of health. You can either like, eat right, you can exercise, you can sleep well. And I like to go with the one where if you do it right, then you don't do anything. Yeah. 
Uh, one thing I've been working on my sleep is that I got a lot more pillows now. I'm a big pillow guy these days, uh, which, you know, my life philosophy on pillows has changed a lot over the years. Like when I was 18, I was like, damn, I can't even imagine what kind of idiot loser would own more than one pillow. And then I hit 20, I was like, well, maybe it would be prudent to have two pillows in case of a guest. <laughs> and now at 25, I'm like, I want so many pillows that I don't even fit. <laughs> I just gotta curl up on the foot of my bed like a dog. <laughs> just look right like this guy right here, yeah. What's your dog's name? Porter, he's a, oh yeah, cause Porters are kinda dark like the dog is. Oh, wow, very clever, well done. Give it up for Porter one time. This dog is just chill as hell. I could say hell, right? Uh, yeah, I don't care about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Mm, talk about sleeping more. <laughs> we, we all sleep, right? That's a, this is a relatable topic. Uh, I, got a, uh, I got a weighted blanket recently. Anybody have a weighted blanket? <laughs> wow, that's a lot of us. Okay, cool. Um, I think uh, weighted blankets are great as long as you're into never sleeping when you don't have one. Because like when you wear a weighted blanket, you're like, oh, this makes me feel so cozy and safe and warm. And then when you sleep without one, you're like, ah, the night is dark and full of terrors. <laughs> and I am but a pudgy little boy. <laughs> Got to get back in that weight. I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, you guys want to, do you guys like impressions? Okay, I'm going to do one impression, then I can get out. Okay, um, here's an, okay, okay. I'll, I'll just do it, and then I'll say what the impression is like. Uh, okay, uh, okay. <coughs> Oh, this looks like a nifty little place to put this. That's an impression of me about to lose something forever. <laughs> All right, sweet. Thank you so much, guys. Give it up for your host. Pete Bomber, yay! What a first setback. That was great. That was awesome. Super impressed. You didn't do your Thomas the Tank Engine joke, though. I'm a little bummed. It's a clean joke. Yeah, next time. He looks like, it's his joke, but he looks like, he looks like Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> An adult version of it, something like that. His joke is better. It's funnier when he tells it. That's so nice that you, <laughs> it's so nice that you still live with your mom and that she loves you. I, I had a dream the other night that Bjork was my therapist and uh, I looked up at her and I was like, why does my mom not love me? And she looked down and she said, your uterus is made of clouds. And the polar bear only steps in the same river once. So that's how it's life is. And then I woke up and I was like, <laughs> cool. I just like to do my Bjork impression. I, and the thing is, I can, it's great. Thank you so much. There's a lot of people don't know who Bjork is. That's the funny thing. I'm like, you don't know who Bjork is. I'm just dating myself with every single moment. Your next comedian, I'm super excited to see him do a clean set because I've never seen that before and this is going to be a super fun challenge because he is he is so f I love him every time I see him he's so great uh, he's actually on the nine o'clock show at milk bar that we're on after this so put your hands together right now for Rob Edwards yay What's happening? What's happening? Yeah. My uh, attempt at a clean set. I see other shows. 
and it's a weird feeling. It's kind of, kind of like you have diarrhea, but you know you're in public, so you can't fart. So you hold it in for the sake of the people around you. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to navigate this, and I don't know. We'll we'll see how this goes. If OnlyFans had came out during the Old Testament, would it be called Only Disciples? Uh, and instead of paying for the videos, you'd like sacrifice a goat or some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. That was, that was nice, right? Ref- that was Matrix reflexes right there. You see that? That was crazy. California's on fire. I swear it's been on fire. I, b- I lived here eight years, and I swear it's always on fire. It's been on fire since I moved here. You know what I mean? And, and it's crazy to me because I'm like, how much of California is left to burn? I don't. You know what I mean? Like, if it was a blunt, it should be a roach by now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Burning the fingertips a little bit. The smoke's all around us. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy. I don't know, man. And all my all my friends are, like, having kids now. Or they either have kids or they, you know, they're, they're doing the dad thing. They try to tell me, oh, Rob, it's great, it's great. And I'm like, mm, yeah, you have to say that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. You know, because it, it's... Uh, one of my friends had a kid in such a way that I, it baffles me to this day how he, ha- how he let this happen. Uh, th- listen to this love story, right? Boy meets girl. Girl really likes boy. Uh, boy exhibits drug-seeking behavior. Uh, girl sells drugs. Boy offers to buy drugs. Girl says, you can buy these drugs or you can have sex with me for these drugs. They had a baby from that. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, he, he they, they kept it, and, uh, you know, he's raising it with his other 14 kids, and he's really doing the dad thing. And <laughs> you know, he's, I don't know, he's a better man than I am. He is. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if I could love the three-drug baby. I don't know <laughs> if I'm capable of that. I don't know. You know, I'd be hanging out with the kid, and he'd look up at me, Dada, you know, and I'd just be staring off into the distance thinking to myself, I should have bought that cocaine. You know what I mean? I should have just bit the bullet. You know, I, I did that to save some money, and now I'm paying child support for the next 18 years. This has gone horribly wrong. You know what I mean? I don't know how he does it, man. Yeah. Transition. Uh, you know uh, you know what trips me out sometimes? Uh, why uh, some girls wear those really long nails, right? You know what I mean? I don't know what those are for, the talons. You know what I mean? I, like, I've never I've never talked to a girl and been like, hey, baby, you know I love it when you go out and kill rodents and small animals with your bare hands. <laughs> I love it. Sexy to me. You know, goes out on the hunt, she has those long wing eyelashes that take flight. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> her and all her friends in the flock. And, uh, you know, you, if you listen closely during around noon, you can hear her hunting, you know. <coughs> you know like, that's my baby. <laughs> yeah. But Thursdays, we have rabbits, too, you know. She does the hunting, I do the cooking. It's feminism, you know what I mean? Really supportive. Uh, you know, races is in the, in the news. Well, it's always been the news, but white people just started paying attention. Uh, 
uh, you know, uh, it's always been a thing, and white people got to be, cra- be careful what they say nowadays. You got to be real careful. You don't want to get canceled, you know. I remember uh, it was Black History Month a couple of, couple of years ago, and I was uh, working. <laughs> I was working in this, uh, I'm a plumber. I was working in this, like, shelter for women and children. It was basically, like, crackheads and their crack babies. And anyway, um, uh, you know, it was Black History Month, and they, they were having, like, this Black History Month luncheon thing, you know. And uh, I was working with this maintenance guy who was help running running it, and he goes, uh, "Can I ask you a question?" And uh, don't get offended. I'm like, "Oh God, what what the hell is he about to say to me?" And he goes, uh, "Would it be offensive if I brought watermelon to the Black History Month luncheon?" This is a white dude talking. Uh, I didn't know what to tell him. Uh, no, well, because here's the thing, and I thought that, like, you know, I understand it's a negative stereotype that, uh, you know done to degrade black people. I understand that. But at the same time, I love watermelon. I do. I love watermelon. I have never eaten watermelon and not experienced joy. Joy in its purest form. Why would I want to deprive someone else of this this possibility? You know. You know what it is? You know what it is? I don't want to live in a world where a nice white man can't offer me watermelon out of fear of starting some kind of fruit-based race war. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... You know what I mean? Like, it's like, even uh, even if you meant it in a bad way, I'm like, this racism is delicious. You know what I'm saying? It's so <laughs> juicy and nutritious. I I just, I don't know. I'm out of, I'm almost out of clean material. All right, you're out of minute. All right. Uh, am, am I? I feel this is, this is a struggle. Uh, I have anything else? Anything other? I don't know. I I can't say the N word. That's not. It's not. Is it? Is it bad if I say it? Is it a? Sw- <laughs> I don't know. Is it, what are the rules? You need to put them right here, <laughs> and so I know, because I have a joke, but it's it's just filled with carpet bombs with the N word, and it just, it's really good though. <laughs> but I, I I feel like I filled the minute with that. So there we go. Yeah, we're going. Rob Edwards, keep it going for him. His first clean set ever in the history of ever. Yes! It's so hard because, you know, our language is, like, do you guys know why Californians can't have guns? Because they're always triggered. (laughs) They're just constantly triggered. Uh, Hey, I'm really excited. Your next comedian, he is also out of... Finally, I haven't seen him in months, and it was so great. I saw him last night at Fairyland. There's um, a sort of mic that happens at Lake Merritt on Fairyland in front of the Fairyland sign Tuesday through Sunday. But then sometimes it just – anyways, you have to follow the guy who runs the thing. But it's like a great show, and I got to see your next comedian there last night, and I was like, come to Mutiny. Come back. Put your hands together right now, everybody. Jacob McHenry. Yay. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man, I'm I'm having a pretty good time right now. Just uh, I just had a birthday recently. Uh, yeah, I turned 33. Thank you very much. Yeah, I have a I have an eight-year-old niece who made me a macaroni necklace as a present, which uh, yeah, everyone thought that was adorable except for me. I kind of felt like it was a little lazy, if I'm being honest. Like, it's hard to be impressed with a macaroni necklace when you realize there are children the same age who can make a pair of Nikes from scratch. 
I just think we need to up our arts and crafts. Otherwise, we're going to be left behind, right? Let's put down glitter and color. Let's pick up a little sewing and leather work because no one needs a macaroni necklace. But I feel like I would love her so much more if I had like a fresh pair of Jordans on here tonight. During this whole shelter in place, I've had a lot of time to watch a lot of TV. Uh, I watched this one show. It was top 10 wild animal attacks caught on camera. I'm not sure if any of you guys have seen this, but... Uh, Watching this, I learned some new stuff, man. I learned that wild animals don't seem to like white people at all. Because <laughs> all 10 videos were of a white dude being viciously mauled by an apex predator. Sharks, grizzly bears, lions, warthogs, they're all getting a piece. Lions is when I started connecting the dots, though. Because lions live in a place surrounded by black people. And somehow you cannot find one video online of a black person being attacked by a lion, which makes me think these animals are savagely racist. <laughs> and I'm just the first person out here to realize that these are hate crimes going on. So I'm trying to bring some awareness to these issues. Sports is coming back. Some people are very excited. I have friends who are excited about sports coming back. I wish I can care about stuff like that. I just, I never have. I've never been a sports guy. It seems like it would be fun. Like, I remember there was this one story where this guy at a game, he was so much of a sports fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a sports fan. He was so much of a sports fan that he choked a pregnant lady just because she was rooting for the opposite team, which is, I know, insane, but I'd be lying if I wasn't to say, like, I'm a little bit jealous of this guy because he has, like, he cares about something so much. Like, I, I don't know what that feeling is like, you know, to have something like that, you know, have a love like that. And that's kind of hard for me to say because I am married and I have a wife. <laughs> and I, I thought I loved her, but I don't love her as much as this guy loves his sports team because I would not be willing to to murder one of you guys just because you thought she sucked, which is probably for the best because if I did feel that way, my mom and grandma would definitely be dead right now. <laughs> I like it, you guys are good. My mom, I, I love my mom though, she's a good person, but she's, just, she's way too honest, like she's hard to be around sometimes. Like I remember when I was a kid, I asked my mom one time, I was like, would you sell me for a million dollars? Which, if you're a parent, this is a softball question. <laughs> Just say no, and guess what? You didn't mess up your kid for the rest of his life. Not my mom. My mom chose to negotiate with me like I somehow had like an actual deal on the table. She's like, oh, am I going to get paid up from front? Is there going to be different installments? Is there a tax write-off? Do I ever have to see you again? I was like, yeah, you got to see me at least three times a year. I'm not sure why I said that. It was just the first thing I could come up with without crying at the moment. <laughs> My mom, she's a real one. She saw that I was about to cry. She looked me dead in the eyes and she said, you know what? Don't ask questions you don't want to know the answers to, okay? <laughs> and just walked out of there. Which is messed up because still to this day, I wonder if she needed more or less days with me to take that deal. <laughs> wow. 
Yeah, she's she's a she's a bit harsh. <laughs> I uh I am married before before the world ended. Uh, my wife, we uh she took me skydiving for our anniversary. She surprised me, which uh I'm not sure has anyone skydived here before. Yeah, and I I bet you could probably agree skydiving is at least top five worst gifts you could ever surprise anyone with. Okay, <laughs> terrible. All right, it's up there with like herpes and a positive pregnancy test. Like no one wants that sprung on them, you know. My wife, she started getting mad at me because she thought I was making a big deal. And yeah, I'll admit I was making a big deal because I was about to fall out of an airplane. You know, I think it's appropriate, right, to make a big deal, especially because I don't, I didn't like the fact that you're just supposed to trust some stranger with your life all of a sudden, you know. And I didn't feel comfortable giving that type of responsibility to a guy who does this thing all the time? <laughs> this is not the guy you want in charge of whether you live or die. <laughs> this guy with the Mountain Dew kind of energy, you know? Like imagine if you went to a hospital and they're like, listen sir, we're gonna have to do emergency surgery on you right now and I can see that you're very nervous, but don't worry bro, this is going to be sick. I think it would be okay to make a big deal about things. <laughs> I uh, I went to uh, also before the world ended. I went to the Monterey Bay Aquarium. Any of you guys been there before? Yeah. Educational place. Very educational. The thing I learned there is don't ask for a bottle of water, because the workers will put you on blast real quick. I had this one lady tell me, we don't sell bottles of water here, sir. <laughs> we have eco-friendly cartons you can purchase, but those plastic bottles are killing the fish in the ocean. I didn't want any trouble, so I bought the carton of water, which, you know what, I'm really glad I did. Because when I was done with it, I threw it right into the ocean. <laughs> and oh my god, I felt so good about that. Because I played a role in saving the ecosystem that day, okay, guys? I'm a good guy. <laughs> I'm into comic books. There was a rumor kind of long ago that they were going to replace Superman with a different actor, and they're they were considering a black actor to play Superman. And I got excited about this, but there was a lot of people who weren't excited about this. And those people were white people. And you know what? I get it. I really do. I, I get it because, listen, black people, we've taken over all sports. And now it seems like we're coming after their imaginations, too. <laughs> Bit aggressive. I get it. But here's the thing. If there's a black Superman, we, we could just chill out. It's not going to be that bad. The, the only thing I'm concerned about if there's a black Superman is who that next Superman after him's gonna be. Because if we've learned anything recently, if you've had nothing but white dudes do a certain job and then you throw one black guy in the mix, whoo, that next white dude's gonna be crazy, right? <laughs> Just flying around beating up Mexican and Muslim people because he thinks they're bad hombres. That's the Superman I'm concerned about. Thank you guys very much, you guys have been great. Jacob McHenry, everyone, a good hombre. Everybody clap it up for Jacob and Henry. Yay.
clean sets. I'm so impressed with everybody. I really am. Like, I never thought people could be funny without saying the F swear, but they can. <laughs> so impressed. Uh, your next comedian, another super funny guy. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together, everyone. It's Luke Moore. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Man, I'm, gl I'm glad y'all are here. I'm glad every single one of you. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm, gl I'm glad y'all get to see this set of mine. It's an honor. I'm glad you get to, s like, right now it's interesting. You know, I'm, like, I'm in an interesting place. Like, I have to pee really bad. <laughs> I have heartburn, kind of. You know? I mean, I might be pacing a lot, but that's just because I have to pee. So don't worry. Don't worry about it. I might just do this. If this make anybody feel uncomfortable. <laughs> also, I need a belt. <laughs> My pants are kind of sagging, which depending on you know who you are as a person, you might think that's cool. I think it's kind of cool. What about you, Pam? You like to sag your pants? I should ask somebody who was wearing pants. <laughs> she doesn't know about pants. What's your name? Brady. You like you like to sag your pants? You like to sag your balls? <laughs> you know, you got to because it, it's how it happens. Anyways, folks, folks, I have jokes for y'all. Really. My name is Luke Moore. Okay? I was a household name in the house that I grew up in. Cool? Okay, cool. I'm from Texas originally. That's why I'm wearing a stupid, ugly hat. It's also why I am stupid and ugly and unlikable. I'm from Texas, and I smell bad, <laughs> and I have to pee. <laughs> and if anybody has Tums, you want to be part of a funny little thing? It'd be funny if you gave me Tums right now. <laughs> It'd be funny, and you'd, Brady, you got some Tums? Because you were patting your Tums for a second. Just give me, somebody give me their tummy, and we'll just say that's Tums. Give me your tummy, and I'm going to make a fart noise on it. <laughs> it's not It's not a COVID. You know what? I Never mind. Never mind. I don't like my options. I don't like my options. <laughs> I only had two options, and neither one of them were women. So <laughs> sorry. I'm sexist. I know. Okay. Folks, I have jokes for y'all. I have jokes for y'all. Okay, this isn't all just I have to pee and I need, you know, I have heartburn. This is like, I got real jokes. Real ass jokes. What were they? I can't remember. I, I, I don't mind wearing a mask, you know. I don't, wi I don't mind it. You know, it's just a phase. I think it's just a phase. I think COVID-19 has turned us all into teenagers a little bit. I think we're all going through phases right now. I think, like... We've gone through like 11 phases so far. Mask is number 12. Woo. Phase one was uh, don't drink Corona beer. 
those are the first phase we went through. Second phase, spit on a Chinese person. That was just a phase. We got, and then we, we learned we we learned that's not what you do. Phase three, don't touch your face. Remember? Remember? Yeah, I didn't like. Fuck that. I like touching my face. I said the f bomb. Gosh, damn it. Okay. I don't know, man. Phase three, phase so phase one, the the do the thing. Phase two is another thing. Phase three, um, don't go to work. Phase four, don't leave your house, except for the grocery store every single day, at least twice. <laughs> phase five, watch the Tiger Man television show <laughs> on the internet television. Watch the Tiger Boy, wonderful Tiger Boy. And then number f stage five, watch the Michael Jordan has red eyes documentary. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, there's this great documentary about Michael Jordan. It's called Michael Jordan has very red eyes, the documentary, and it's uh, it's all about him having red eyes now. And you know it happens to not everybody, just happens to him. But you know, um, phase uh, six was. Uh, of the quarantine was uh, uh, pull down a statue. That was phase six. <laughs> just pull down a statue. We we all wanted to do it at one time or another. Just quit quit pretending you don't want to and go go pull down the Ulysses S. Grant statue in Golden Gate Park. Just go do it. Doesn't matter. Nothing matters. Um, <laughs> statues are dumb. You know. Did you ever read the Bible? The Bible's like. You know, Corinthians chapter 7, verse 2, statues, not stupid. <laughs> I think that's one of the Ten Commandments. That's number 11, I think, is statues are gay, actually. Is that's the Bible, you know, it's like, a, you know, no, it's, it's the Bible, you know. It's not like what I'm saying, it's the Bible. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just like quoting the Bible. I'm sorry, Brady. But you know what? You didn't give me any Tums. Okay. Hey. I'm going to do this later because, man, these are difficult. Can somebody open it for me? Okay, no, I gotta focus on these jokes. I got a, I got a non-alcohol, I got a non-alcoholic cookie here. I, d I need some nutrients. Hold on one second. Okay, intermission. Okay, where are my jokes? Man, I got a weird family back in Texas, you know. Oh wait, let me put my mask. I'm pacing too much. Okay. But we all know why. Okay. Phase phase eight of the quarantine. <laughs> I was about to do a another joke and I forgot. I forgot that I want to finish this one. Phase eight of quarantine. Go to the beach for Memorial Day. And Labor Day. Uh, phase number eleven is uh, what was it? I can't remember this joke at all, but 
There's 12 of them. We went through these phases together, and um, my set is done. Thank you. Good night. Of course you can't remember the 12 steps. Who can? Come on. Ride the bus and touch your face. Touch your face. We're going to a crowded place. A crowded place. There's no need to wash your hands. Wash your hands. COVID virus is a scam. I don't think it's a scam. My Corona. I actually made up that song at the beginning of Corona, and then someone else like uh, did it and they video what I what I learned is you have to videotape everything. Uh, hey everybody, clap it up again for Luke Moore. Yay! He's a household name. Uh, Pancake the Syrup King's gonna walk around with this bucket. We're Mutiny Radio. Um, I'm asking for donations because COVID is killing me. Uh, and we want to keep like cool underground awesome things like the show isn't over. Don't worry. I'm just like asking for money. You know, whatever. Um, you can also, if you don't have cash, you can always Venmo to Mutiny Radio, all one word. Uh, and that's great too. Or we have a GoFundMe happening, which is super amazing. Like keep art alive in San Francisco and on the corner. COVID compliant. Everyone's safe. You all feel good. Yeah. Clap it up for yourselves right now for being here. Yay. Are you having fun? Yay. 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 I'm, I, I'm so excited. COVID's been really um, amazing and wonderful and weird <laughs> or terrible. I feel like it's – the thing is I've been – I've had existential dread since I was 17. So I'm like, we're all going to die? Duh. <laughs> we're all going to die. I'm a, I'm a Marxist. I'm not even a socialist. I'm like a hardcore Marxist because I think he was actually the first feminist. You know, he talked about the means of production. <laughs> Women literally are the means of production. Like we are literally <laughs> the means of production. And you know what else is hilarious? Every time you have a baby, it's called going through labor. No one values labor. You know what I mean? No one values the labor. Am I right? I'm a Marxist. You guys are going to love your next comedian. She is so she is so amazing and so funny and and I'm so I'm so blessed to have you here. I don't want to say it like that because it makes me feel like I'm crunching granola, but I really feel it. Um she's hilarious. You guys are going to love her. Everybody. Alyssa Westerlund. Yay! They watch the gay stuff. I don't know. Your dad probably doesn't watch the gay stuff. He's probably a fucking uh, P-U-S-S-Y. Okay, sorry. I'm going to try and be clean. RBG died, you guys. Oh RBG God. died. It's fucking, it's fuck. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Whoa. Anyway, it's okay. I'm not too worried about it because I already stocked up on, on all the birth control, okay? No, I did. I went to Planned Parenthood, and I was like, ladies, you got to, and I don't know if you know this, but when you go to Planned Parenthood and you're asking for, like, large quantities of birth control, um, they ask you if you're a W-H-O-R-E. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They do it in a really polite way, you know. Um, they sat me down. They said, okay, uh, lady, before we give you any Plan B, before we give you any birth control, 
I just need to ask you a couple of questions. Have you ever traded sex for money <laughs> or drugs? No, but I would. Hmm? How many boxes of Plan B are we talking? Anyway, I ate some pussy for some Plan B. It was good. It was good. Um, so COVID, I think, has actually been great. Um, it helped me in a relationship. And honestly, you guys, we were worried about population, okay? We were complaining. Oh, there's too many people. There's too many people. Be careful what you wish for, okay? Now there's a goddamn pandemic. I'm just glad it doesn't eat your face. Like, that's all I'm glad about right now. But no, it's been good for me because it got me to end a bad relationship. I was in a bad, anybody else in bad relationships? Or were, were, yeah, I mean, were. Like, uh, most of you are in a bad relationship with yourself. I know that. I know that. Very unhealthy relationship with yourself. Like, self-love is not masturbation, okay? It's not even eating chocolate cake whenever you want for breakfast and beer for, you know, like, middle-of-the-night snack. Um, I do a lot of beer at 3 in the morning. Anybody else? Like, I didn't even know I was an alcoholic. I thought I was just trying to keep my, my uh, marriage together. But now I broke up with my uh, my guy during COVID because first of all I was sick of cooking every single meal. Okay, you know, like I know you guys don't know. You're shocked. I can cook. <laughs> like, but yeah, I don't I don't tell guys I can cook. You know, because I don't want them to know that I can cook and I have a tight pussy. <laughs> That's too much. That's just too much. But no, I kicked him out because uh, he said to me, he said, Alyssa, you cannot sleep with other people. I know, right? <laughs> but then he said but you can sleep with other women. I said, honey, Whoa. women are people. <laughs> so, um, no, and um, no, so he told me I could sleep with other women, and like eight months into the relationship, I found out I was gay. I was a gay the whole time. I didn't know I was gay. It took a man telling me that I could have sex with a woman for me to find out that I'm gay. <laughs> Fucking crazy. I couldn't even come up with that on my own. Like, jeez. I've been out here all this time, all these women, been wanting to, like, they tell me that I, I look like I'm gay, they say that they can smell the dick all over me, and, uh, but anyway, no, I did, I finally got with this woman, and uh, I gotta tell you guys, um, her pussy tasted like water, it was incredible, I don't know, I think that's just what 23-year-old girls taste like, I don't, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, I felt like such a man, you know, I felt like a real man, I'm 34, I was like, I am gonna get this young chick, I didn't even do anything, she was all over me, I was like, do I look like I'm powerful, like, do I look like I have money, like, you know, we're going Dutch, lady, we are going Dutch, and I won't go Dutch with men, okay, I don't go Dutch, I will dine in Dutch, it's like, seriously, when we're both running, that's equality, but I'm not paying for anything, anyway, so, uh, no, really, if, I, if you can't pay, I'll find someone who can, or I'll have dinner by myself. Yeah. Way better. Oh, my God. Then I can moan over the food, and you won't get jealous. It's fine. Okay, so today, I'm just going to tell you about my day. What happened to me today? Like, um, I, uh, I woke up, and I was randomly, at some point, watching Skater Boys on my YouTube because I've decided that I'm no longer watching anything political on YouTube because I don't care if it's the, the, the uh, whatever side of this you're on, it's the wrong side, okay? And you're just in some kind of weird loop and I swear to God, people are paying people to say this shit. Because can you imagine saying that people like me are subhuman? And I was like, what? Is this even, does she not? No, she sounds like Hitler. This is not real, right? And so I figured it out. I was like, okay, melanin without melanin, we are subhuman, but guess what? Everyone has melanin. Like, I've, like, covered in dots of melanin. So the real enemy is the albinos. <laughs> it's been the albinos the whole time. They 
We gotta get these out by us. Anyway, so I'm watching YouTube, but not, hey, shut the fuck up, I know you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Not the children, the children keep playing, um, <laughs> like, okay, you guys, I fucking know you, shut up. Um, yes, so anyway, I'm watching these skater boys, right, and I'm like, god damn, they are really good, they are going down these hills, like, I don't know what it's called, it's like, they hold a drop fall, and they just go downhill for a really long time, and it's super sexy, and I'm getting really wet, and I haven't been wet in weeks, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna get my vibrator, and then it just, it just doesn't turn on. It does not turn on, and I swear to God, had that not died, like, had my vibrator not broken today, I might not have gotten out of bed at all. Like, it was, like, I got up, I was like, when does Good Vibrations open? I mean, I can't order this on Amazon, because I hate Amazon, but also I can't wait three days to come. That's ridiculous. Um, so I go, and I'm getting this vibrator, and I'm super excited, I know exactly what I want, and on my way there, this guy does, like, a child, it's like, children's action, or, like, some kind of charity children and he asked me if I would donate and I said I'm kind of on the other side of this like I don't want kids I hate kids I've had a lot of abortions like it's pretty rough every time it's like a 20 mile hike I can't share on Instagram but um <laughs> and uh he was like but okay well fine you don't like kids but what are you doing right now and I was like oh I'm going to good vibrations to buy a vibrator because I'm moving to Mexico and I can't go to Mexico without a vibrator and uh he was like wow I think I fucking made that guy's day anyway honesty is the best policy Tell them all about it. So I'm going to tell you my, okay, this is what's gone down for me, the real thing besides kicking that sexist libertarian out of my house. <laughs> like, what a jerk. And uh, besides that, I did DMT recently. <laughs> and I'm not going to try and Joe Rogan you guys or anything, but can we get like a wink if you've done the DMT? Uh, I know I want to talk to you. You keep talking. I don't want to talk to you. You're just talking the whole time. It's not your show, buddy. Like, just nod, wink, raise your hand, laugh. That's it. I don't want words. So we're not doing this. But anyway, so the DMT, if you haven't done it, oh, my God. Like, my parents, my parents have been doing DMT since I was a kid. They were burners, right? You know, and you guys are all burners now. You know, it's like my whole life. I just wanted to be normal, and now you're all fucking going to Burning Man. Sorry. I, uh, oh, God. Shoot me. I'm never doing this again. Um. <laughs> I can't do clean comedy, you guys. I just can't. He can sue me personally. Dad, Dad, I need to talk to you. But my parents were burners, right? So they would talk about the DMT, and they'd always be like, oh, my God, did you get the hit? Did you get the hit? Did you get the hit? And I tried to smoke it, and I was just like, oh, no, I didn't get the hit. I didn't get the hit. Finally, I freaking got the hit, right? Like, saw God, like, whoa, like, loved everybody, wasn't depressed, stopped wanting to kill myself, like, made this beautiful plan to move to Mexico. It was amazing. So after I smoke the DMT, it only takes 15 minutes, right? I get up, I'm having a great time. I'm like naked in my kitchen. It's the, the heat wave is happening. So all my windows are wide open. I don't care. I've been dancing naked in that place for seven years, right? So I go to make myself a blueberry smoothie, you know, just rocking out with my headphones on. And all of a sudden I get that feeling that someone's looking at me and I feel hyper attuned because I just smoked DMT, you know, and I'm like, whoa. And I turn around and there is a guy standing there at my kitchen window with a six pack of beer. He like, hey. <laughs> and I like take my headphones off and I'm like, hi, um, hold on, I need to put on some clothes. And he said, no, that's, that's optional, you know, <laughs> you don't have to. And I'm like, okay, I don't have to, you're right, it's my house. Like, so I let him in and, um, <laughs> and okay, this is, the, this is, this is my neighbor and, uh, and he's been my neighbor for seven years, and he is uh, currently 21, um, which means that, um, you know, when this fantasy first happened, he was not legal. 
and uh, makes me, I'm very conflicted about how to feel about all of this, right? Like, I know it's okay for a slightly older woman to do this, but just the fact that he's been checking me out, listening to me have sex for the last seven years, at least that's what he told me. He was like, I, you know, I walk my dog past your bedroom window, I've heard you a lot, it turns me on, it's pretty great, you know. I'm like, holy crap, like, what is even happening? And he starts telling me, he's like, you know, you used to have a lot more guys in and out of here, like, like, <laughs> like, like, what happened? And I'm like, oh my god, are you 14? Pandemic happened! Like, that's what happened, okay? Yes, I was getting lots of steam prior to the pandemic! And then I tell him, you know, like, I'm like, listen, buddy, I, I can't have sex with you. First of all, I don't know how old you are, and uh, you're my neighbor, and this is just, you know. And he was like, okay, just calm down, lady. Like, here's my ID. <laughs> and uh, I check his ID. Don't even read the name on it. I'm like, okay, you are 21. He's like, you know, just don't even think about it. Just give me a tour of your apartment. So as soon as we do this, he just pushes me up against the wall, starts making out with me, whispers in my ear, whispers in my ear, I'm really good at eating pussy, and then um, <laughs> throws me down on the bed and eats my pussy. And I was like, whoa, he is really good at it. Like, And then he was like, do you have ice cubes? And then he was like, do you have lingerie? And he was like, hey, do you want to watch this porn? And then he was like, oh my, like we did push-ups in between rounds. This was like four hours of just like, I'm 34, man. This guy was like on my level. I was like, what have I been doing with these 15-year-olds? Oh my God. I mean, apparently the 50-year-olds have more money. I get it. But this is like fucking amazing. I'm sorry. 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 The world is ending. Trump is the president. What's coming out of my mouth is not the worst thing that could happen. Okay, what is happening right now? Where that is gonna win again because he basically tricked his running mate. You guys are jerks. He won an entertainer and a clown for president instead of somebody who's going to drop dead any minute. But whatever, <laughs> whatever. Just call Kamala. She's the president. She is the president. If we do our job. Okay, I love you. I'm sorry that was not clean. I was never planning on it being. I, I. That's that. Not at all clean but like i said there are bigger problems than a woman talking about her sex life thank you Alyssa westerland telling us the truth what a gem what a queen oh thanks for being like honest and political i did dmt once and the aliens came and they tried to take me on their ship and I was like, no, I'm not going with you. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> no, it was, it was, I didn't go with the aliens. I'm really glad. I don't know where they were gonna take me. Don't, don't, don't think. I'm so glad I'm still here. I was afraid if I went with the aliens, I'd never come back. Uh, we, have, we have a couple comedians left with short sets and because we're almost done. And thank you for donating, and you're all amazing. I've been your host, Pam Benjamin. You can listen to this back on podcasts at mutinyradio.fm. And your next comedian, he is a king, and you're going to love him. Clap your hands together for Pancake the Syrup King. Yay! Okay, light me at two minutes. I'm Pancake. I'm the Syrup King. Hello. It's nice to meet my subjects. Uh, I feel like a normal person again. So uh, me and my brother were talking, and uh, it we got heated because we were talking about politics. And I was saying, 
I'm not happy with either of the candidates for president. And he was like, well, if you're not voting for Biden, you're against me. And I'm like, well, uh, okay. But uh, I don't like Kamala Harris. And I was using voice text. And um, and uh, so the voice text me messed it up. And my brother then got super mad because he thinks that I'm now for Trump because I don't like either of the the candidates. And he, he so so I'm I'm voice texting and I say Kamala Harris and it sends him Carmel Harris. And he's like, is that supposed to be funny? Because that is super racist. And I was like, you don't have to tell me, man. I didn't proofread it. I'm in the middle of driving. Okay? I'm trying to have <laughs> an efficient conversation while I'm driving. Um, so always pull over to text is um, the thing. I, I won't be seeing my brother for a while. I was once asked by Holly Shaw uh, one time if I could replace any member of my immediate family with a celebrity, who would it be? And I decided to replace my brother, my one and only brother, with Lance Bass. Because at least his eyes say, sure, you can stay. Yeah. That brings me to my next point. I had a roommate who I guess was using the same brand, scent, and strength deodorant as me. And uh, I found evidence that, you know, I wasn't the last one to use it. So <coughs> it's, it's just troubling <laughs> for me. Uh, you know, I'm sharing toiletries. That's something very personal. And that bugs the crap out of me. And I'm, I can say crap up here. Um, whew, uh, so <laughs> with 30 seconds left on the clock, um, it, it, it bothered me. I was sharing toiletries with a guy who wouldn't even share his poly girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, she didn't say yes, but <laughs> it wasn't technically no. Anyway... I'm Pancake, I'm the Serve King. Thanks for listening. Pancake and Serve King, yay! We have one last comedian uh, tonight. Uh, clap it up yourselves one more time for sticking around and being part of Mutiny Radio and their show. Yay! Thank you for all of you. Your last comedian, he's so funny. Uh, he was the headliner at Asiento last week. We're doing a new show weekly at Asiento and you it's you get a dinner it's right up there on the corner and you get to sit in their beautiful parklet and we do a comedy show and it was so so fun and he was so great and he's going to be great again for you right now clap your hands together for your last comedian of the night Anthony Zaccaro And it fits. Okay. Uh, 
thank you all for uh, thank you all for coming. Um, I uh, I was a substitute teacher uh, before all this. If you don't know what a substitute teacher is, it's basically the stepdad of jobs. Because uh, I don't care about these kids at all. <laughs> I don't care about them at all. I'm not responsible for their continued development. I show up, I buy them an Xbox, and I leave. Um, that is all that is expected of me. I am just a warm body in between screaming children and the actual teachers of the, <laughs> of the school that I'm at. Um, what I liked about substitute teaching was my job was over at 3. It was over when the school day was over. There are jobs that people have that never end, like doctors. Doctors are supposed to be doctors all the time. That sounds exhausting. Like, I, I, I'm supposed to be a doctor relaxing on a plane, taking a much-needed vacation. Someone has a heart attack. That's somehow my problem. What? <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not responsible for this plane. Just once, I'd like to have someone have a heart attack on a plane, and then a doctor just goes, um, I'm like right in the middle of uncut gems over here. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like dead center in the middle. This movie just ramps up. Um, but uh, another job that never ends is cops. Cops, there's such thing as an off-duty cop that can make arrests. But that seems pretty on-duty to me. That seems like exactly <laughs> what an on-duty cop would do. Also, uh, if I'm not funny after this, I'm just off-duty, okay? <laughs> just, uh, that's uh, just a PSA about that, but yeah. Um, uh, cops are expected to be cops all the time. Like, like if I, I, get I could get in trouble for... In, you know, impersonating a police officer, then cops should get in trouble for impersonating a normal person, um, <laughs> because because you're not. Uh, <laughs> if you could arrest me, just be like off your job, like clock in first, put on your uniform, and then and then come back. I thought you were a normal person. That's why I, I committed a crime in front of you. Um, but uh, yeah, like uh, there's never any need for a substitute teacher outside of a school. There's absolutely no need. Like, is there a substitute teacher on board? We need someone to be hungover around the sixth grader. Um, <laughs> stat. Um, but these kids, are, uh, these kids are brutal, man. These kids are brutal. That every day, every day, they called me Marv from Home Alone. Every day. <laughs> Weird way to find out that movie is still a classic. <laughs> I wish I, f wish I found. Some kids said I looked like if Post Malone was sober. Who are... <laughs> Was Don Rickles your grandfather? Who are, where are you getting this from? Some other kid said, I look like if Bob Ross sniffed his own paint. Uh, who is your ghostwriter, and can I hire them? Um, and that's all I wanted to try. Thank you, everybody. Make sure to donate to Meet Me Radio. Yay! Anthony Zaccaro, everyone, yay! Thank you all so much for being here. We do this every Friday at 7 o'clock. Um, socially distanced and you're all amazing and clap it up for yourselves one more time thank you so much for being here oh I'm so happy I should I should leave you guys with one like really solid joke right knock knock feminism I can get my own door thanks <laughs> I think I think it's the precept of feminism I don't know how it works I don't know a lot of women in the 70s burned their bras and read books so I can talk about my butthole on stage. <laughs> Incidentally, my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. <laughs> Meaty. I know I'm old. I'm an old lady. It just happened. You don't even have to have babies to have hemorrhoids. It just happens. Yay! Getting old is so fun! Yay! Hey, I'm really glad you're all still alive. 
keep yourselves safe and keep being alive. Have more and more birthdays alone. Uh, but come back here. <laughs> I, know, I turn 46 next month, and I'm like, I don't get to have a party, like a socially distanced party. I'm like, that's so weird. Like, how can you have a really good orgy with masks on? Like, how can you have a good time? <laughs> no one else, no one else than the Burning Man. Good. Uh, definitely not this year. <laughs> it's good. Thank you all again for being here, and thanks for supporting Mutiny Radio. We're here every Friday. And and clap it up and thanks again. Bye! Yay! Yay! <laughs> oh my goodness, yes. Uh, I'll put on some prints. There.
Mix up the rice in the church where a wedding has been. Lives in a dream, waits at the window. Wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Who is it for? Oh, 
On the Jump and George show from KSAN. Now get a load of this. Acme Home Remodelers of 1105 West Grand Oakland has been serving the Bay Area for 10 years with the finest rebuilding and guaranteed appliance installation. FHA loans are available and easy terms. Acme Home Remodelers invite you to come in and discuss how a new room drop the tempo one more time. Better living and this a more the valuable investment. Name brand washers, heaters, and stoves can be yours with no down payment with 14 months to pay. At no obligation to you, a friendly representative will visit your home and show you the latest 1955 fashions in tile, floor covers, and wallpaper. Oh, she may be weary. Them young girls, they do get weary. Wearing that same old miniskirt dress, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she gets weary, you try your little tenderness, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I know she'd waited just anticipating the thing that you'll never, never, never possess. No, no, no. But while she there waiting, try just a little bit of tenderness. That's all you got to do. Now it might be a little bit sentimental, no. But she had her grief and care, yeah, 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 yeah. But the soft words, they are spoke so gentle, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes it easy. 
to your fire.
I'm told, by the nutmegs. Rogers, the East Bay's most popular mint store, announces another first. It's a new, different, unusual jacket called the Shorty Topper. They give you the craziest, sharpest, sportiest appearance you've ever seen. Just enough shoulder padding to make you look Bay's most popular mint store announces another first. It's a new, different, unusual jacket called the Shorty Topper. They give you the craziest, sharpest, sportiest appearance you've ever seen. Just enough shoulder padding to make you look solid and ready. In tweeds, plaids, check splash, and nubby effects. 100% all wool. The price, $29.50. No money down, three or six months to pay. It's the Shorty Topper at Rogers, a man shop at 1209 Broadway in Oakland. Hey, you can see old jumping modeling the Shorty Topper in this week's Oakland Tribune. I'm facing the women's lingerie advertisement. It's something new in lingerie on that page. It's called Can Can. If you wear it, you will, you will. Jumping. You make me want to jump and I'm facing the women's lingerie advertisement. It's something new in lingerie on that page. It's called Can Can. If you wear it, you will, you will. Jumping. You make me want to jump and shout, baby. Give me a passion and over everything. Ladies and gentlemen, time. We like for you to prepare yourselves. Get yourselves together. Get yourself in the frame of mind to dig the king. That is the king of the blues, Mr. B. B. King. Fly Black Plastic, Mutiny Radio, Dada Thanks, Jonathan, for the LPs. They're going to get the zombie show. They were dead.
Your sister coming by because the little girl she talked too much. If she just have to come by to see you, tell her to meet on Sunday. When I'm not at home, I don't want a soul, baby. your boy CFO here here to let you know that the fifth annual mutiny radio comedy festival is march 1st through 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m to 10 p.m all week get your tickets now on eventbrite just search mutiny radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the u.s coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at 